Hey, everyone. You're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. So today we're going to be talking about the Tuscaloosa, Alabama market. Now, I'm a little partial in that I absolutely love this particular market. And fun fact, this is where Spartan started. So Tuscaloosa, Alabama is on the west side. It's about the city is about an hour from the Mississippi state line. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, taxes, home values, cost of living, and why we focus on purchasing properties in this particular area. So when you're looking for a turnkey market, uh, you need to focus on a few things. And I know we've talked a lot about it, but you need to focus on the employment base, low, you know, low employment rates, strong economic growth, uh, desirable cap rates. So that's why we're, so we're going to talk a little bit about why Tuscaloosa meets all of those criterias. Now, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate for Tuscaloosa, this is from March of 2023. It's at 3.8%, which is lower than the national average of 4.4%. Unemployment right now is incredibly low, so that is pretty universal, but it's still, it, it still averages a little bit lower than the national average. Uh, the cost of living index, now based on a U.S. average of 100, uh, Tuscaloosa is 87.5 and Alabama is is a little bit under that it's at 84.1 so it's a it's a little higher in than the state average uh, housing costs is at 63.1 the median cost of homes in Tuscaloosa now this was from 2022 was right at 245,000 which is an increase of about 48% since 2015. And I know we've, we've talked a lot about markets and all the appreciation that they've experienced, especially over the last couple of years, but uh, 48% since 2015 is quite substantial. Our rentals from a property cost standpoint, some of our rentals, they'll cost anywhere from about 115000 to about 150000 And when you're looking at property taxes as well, you're averaging around 600 to 800 a year, all kind of tying into the affordability for the Tuscaloosa area. From a population standpoint, Tuscaloosa's MSA population, it's around 252,000, and that's roughly about 100,000 residing in the city. The median household income is 48,000 and about 35% of citizens rent in Tuscaloosa making the rental market a necessity. The median rent is 1050 per month whereas the national is 1600 again tying back into that affordability. And I know we've talked a lot about finding markets that meet that that close 60-40ish type ratio. And if you want to hear a little bit more, we, we take a dive on that. If you want to go back and talk about our 
or listen to our acquisitions podcast episode and where we do a deep dive into why that that's so important in identifying potential turnkey markets. So the job market and the job market is a, is a huge factor in the strength of any particular market. And Tuscaloosa has a very strong economic industrial job sector, and it's attracted thousands of different companies from uh, all, all across different industries. When it comes to West Alabama, now Tuscaloosa is kind of the center of commerce, manufacturing, healthcare, and education are very large drivers. Uh, higher education is really the pulse of Tuscaloosa. It's home to Stillman College and Shelton State Community College. Stillman College is a liberal arts institution, and it's got a historical and formal affiliation with the Presbyterian Church. It's known for its programs in biological sciences, business administration, and teacher education. Now, Shelton State Community College, it used to be a trade school with exceptional vocational and technical studies, but now really focuses on associate's degrees and future college prep in several areas of focus, including uh, health and wellness. And of course, we cannot forget about the University of Alabama, which is a public research university. And that's also a, a highly ranked school for the School of Law and the School of Medicine. It's, um, it, it's, it is the flagship institution of the University of Alabama system. The university has an enrollment of over 38,000 students and offers over 200 degree programs across 13 academic divisions. It employs 11,000 citizens across the area. So it's a very, very big employer. It's home of the Crimson Tide, Tuscaloosa, which, of course, our football team, it's a household name in SEC football and across the nation. If you're not an Alabama fan, you're probably turning this off right now because you're sick of hearing about them. But that's just how good they are. Most recent players like Tua Tagovailoa now plays for the Miami Dolphins. You've got Amari Cooper, who plays for the Cleveland Browns, all came from the University of Alabama. And Jalen Hurts, which just secured the highest paid NFL uh, contract in history with the Eagles. We had uh, Bryce Young was first draft this year for 2023. Joe Namath, another household name and pop culture icon who came from the University of Alabama. He played from 1961 to 1964 before playing in the NFL for the New York Jets. He was actually inducted into the Football Hall of Fame in 1985 and in fact, the, since the Hall of Fame was founded in 1951, the University of Alabama has had 25 individuals elected to the Hall of Fame, either as a player or as a coach. Fun fact, I actually got to graduate with Joe Namath. He did not graduate when he was playing uh, the for the university in the early 60s and came back and finished his degree. And I actually got to walk with him. Well, fun fact. Okay, fine. Enough about the University of Alabama football for now. Uh, back to manufacturing. So Tuscaloosa, it's uh, one of the big economic drivers in the area are the manufacturing companies, some of which are international brands. Mercedes-Benz, a technology and manufacturing automotive giant known for the flashy brand uh, around the world, it was is created here in Tuscaloosa County. 
This particular facility, it employs a thousand team members and it costs nearly a billion dollars to get the facility up and running. It's because of companies like this that this market was sustained through the pandemic and unemployment stayed down. All of these were recognized as essential jobs. They recognized the increasing demand for utility infrastructure and renewable energy, uh, such as the federal government incentivizing of electric and clean energy projects. Now, 27.5% of the labor force for Tuscaloosa is employed by the government, whether it be federal, state, or local. But almost the another 20% is in trade, transportation, and utilities, and then 15 in the manufacturing sector. Nucor is also based out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and it's one of the largest steel manufacturing corporations in the country. And it has several different facilities throughout Alabama, Tuscaloosa's facility, mainly responsible for producing the the corporation about $32 million in revenue. Michelin's BF Goodrich, is, it's another manufacturing facility that's been in Tuscaloosa for around 75 years. It employs over uh, 1,400 people, and it operates two main activities, manufacturing passenger car and truck tires, and then producing semi-finished materials, such as the rubber and associated materials needed for tire construction. Over 500 million Goodrich tires have been produced at this particular facility. Uh, DCH Healthcare, it's another large economic driver in the Tuscaloosa job force. With over 1,500 employees, annual revenue of almost $2 billion, it's known as one of the largest and best healthcare providers in West Alabama. And we talked a little bit about DCH and its start in our Tuscaloosa Then episode. Another really great care facility in Tuscaloosa is RISE. It's a nationally recognized early childhood education program, and it's dedicated to research and education for serving children with disabilities. But it also features a blend and mixing those that do not. It's a part of UA's human environmental studies. Now, this program's been around for a really long time, but it gained a ton of popularity and growth with the support of Gene Stallings when he became the University of Alabama's head coach in the early 90s and expanded more classroom kids Uh, His son was born with Down syndrome and was a huge advocate for the facility. It accommodates about 12,000 visitors to the center every year and provides up to 800 internships for students of the university. Another steel industry provider, Warrior Met Coal. Now, this company is publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. It has about 1,000 employees. And the average employee earns around $100,000, making it a a great employer and target for for our particular markets and rentals. Uh, They do have a very strong emphasis on safety for its team and has a 60% lower incident rate than the rest of the U.S. From automotive and steel production to education and healthcare. Tuscaloosa is further proof that the economy can survive despite 
adversity. And we've talked a lot about having the diverse workforce to help markets sustain kind of the ebbs and flows. The reason you should invest is because these characteristics, it increases the likelihood that your investment was going to continue to generate that cash flow since tenants tend to remain longer, obviously, when, when they're employed and we can keep that unemployment down. Now, we've seen throughout our history in Tuscaloosa that the homes rent extremely well throughout the year. Uh, the market provides a very affordable price point that makes the entry to investing really attainable. Now, back, uh, we get a lot of questions from about the this particular area being in Tornado Alley. Uh, back in 2011, there was the very tragic tornado that swept through Tuscaloosa, killing 52 residents of the city. Now, um, unfortunately, that was it was a devastating day. However, the city was able to rebuild and has targeted those particular areas for for continued uh, housing affordability. So we've focused on those areas as well from a turnkey provider. In our next episode, we'll take a look at one of our most recently sold properties from earlier this year and kind of walk you through our IPD and our or pro forma, which a lot of people call it, so you can see for yourself. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed talking about Tuscaloosa. I know I did. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.